All right, so uh, here we are. Uh, it's just me. Don't know where Pete this is. is oh, my oh. Fine song. <laughs> here he Put is. Right song. Something, something. Right song. song. Oh, here he is, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> I think you've just answered my tweet to you the other day. Get you, around him! How'd you guys go last night? Was we the are the LCO champions! <laughs> we are the champions, my friend! Boom, boom, boom! And we'll keep on fighting till the end! PJJ! Roll the tape! Well, so it was a big, big weekend for you. Oh, mate, was it a big weekend? I tell you what. Um, so for those of you who are new to the show, the podcast, uh, all of that sort of stuff, hello, welcome to you on Twitch, and uh, and on audio across our wonderful audio yes. partners as well. Um, I'm the general manager of a esports team known as Pentanet.gg, and on the weekend, <laughs> on Saturday, <laughs> in four games out of the five. The best of five for the LCO. The very first LCO split in history, pentanet.gg, are the champions. Oh. Professional League of Legends is alive and well. And and congratulations. And what I loved about it most is that you guys have put in a lot of hard work. So much. Over a couple of years? Two years? A couple of years, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, the org you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, exactly right. I mean... Um, Mm. And it just feels like it was all all the reward for all that big effort. So know, rewarding. So and congratulations. Um, look, congratulations to the team. Congratulations to the wider team. There's a lot of people uh, at Pentanet coming together to make this thing a reality. So it's wonderful to get the win for everybody's sake. Um, the boys now head off to uh, Reykjavik so, uh, in physically, Iceland. Physically head off. Physically go. So we're sending over a team of eight. What about COVID? Uh, th- it's all sorted. Really? <laughs> it's all been sorted. Yep. Mate, when you are oh, yeah. when you are wearing the armor of the LCO champion, Co- you're COVID, COVID resistant. It just bounces off you. <laughs> it's like in comes COVID. Oh, LCO champion, <laughs> bang, and uh, and not not a worry at all. But now nah, the boys are heading over to uh, MSI. When? Um, in the next few weeks. Oh, you're not going? Uh, Iceland. I can't unfortunately. Oh, I've got things to do. Yeah. But that's okay. It's not about me. It's about the boys. It's about the team. And congratulations, boys. It's wonderful news. First team. In the history of LCO to lift the trophy, pentanet.gg. Get around him. What did you do when you... Were you there? I, were you no, watching? I was at an engagement party. Oh, were um, So, I was at an engagement party and... You're doing that thing on the side, but like when you're with the footy, like... Oh, well, no, like like people are... So, I'm at a table, right? Yeah. <clears throat> upright table. And I'm on my phone like this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just didn't give a shit. And with all... <laughs> what? With respect to, to um, April and Alex, yeah. and you know, but very good friends of ours, love you to bits. Hi, April. Hi, Alex. Did not give a shit. I'm like, <laughs> I know you guys are getting engaged. Good stuff. I've seen it before. This I'm seeing for the first time, and I'm sitting there, man. And the team is popping off, and Pabu with his final play. Oh shit balls! It was incredible. And I'm there, and there, there's we've got a whole 
group, new demographic of people who are pentanet.gg fans because yeah. of the yelling and screaming I was doing at an engagement party <laughs> that night. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, so, yes, very cool. People, awesome. A lot of people who've never heard of esports before now know esports. So, um, yep. very good. That's right. Uh, while we're on the subject of pentanet and .gg, um, hello, pentanet, our good friends over there. Hello, Lenovo Legion. Hello. Um, it's wonderful to have you guys. And hello to our very special Goal Legends Club members as well. Yes. Our paid members. We've got your questions through the Discord in your secret channel within the Goa Discord. Um, we appreciate them. We're going to answer them towards the end of the podcast too. Um, I'm just scrolling. Have you heard of Wonderlust? Uh, I've heard you mention it. By Camera Electronic? No. So Perth blokes. Yeah. Uh, great uh, bunch of guys. I've known them for years. In fact, gave me my first ever like proper camera to do streaming. Fantastic. Um, they've opened this store called Wonderlust in the city, mm. and it's all like big boys' toys. Ooh, so, what kind of store? E-foils, underwater drones, robots, cameras, speakers, uh, e-skateboards, headphones. I'm heading out there today. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Wowzers. Oh, these new Hero IQ Buds, too. I love those kind Max. of stores. Mm. Can you take some um, socials for I'll me, I'll take please? some socials. I'll take some pictures and stuff. I want to I live through... <laughs> I want to live through your experience of this store for the first time through Quite your socials. Yeah. So I'm going to head out there today because um, I'm just going to go and catch up with them and come and see this store. It's a new store that's open in Perth. But, Is it next um, to that new bar shop called Wonderbust? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> um, but they are the the cool thing about them is because we've got a lot of people who listen and watch um, across the country, and they've just opened uh, online shopping on their sh- on their. Yeah, right. So Fantastic. If you're interested, Wonderlust Perth. It's W A N D E R L U S T Perth dot com dot au. You're beauty. I'm in. I'm all in. Look at the tech. I know. Look at that stuff. I know. That's amazing. That's all the shit, man. That is all the stuff. I love all that stuff. It's the stuff, like, it's the shop that you walk past and you go, I need to go in there. Well, and it's interesting, yeah, that's right. Mm. And it's interesting because this week's a big week in Australia for Lotto, right? There's a 35 million tonight and I think 50 million on Thursday. Oh, and you're thinking, what would you buy? People always go, oh, if I had the most money, I wouldn't be able to spend it. Yeah, I fucking could. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody <laughs> oath, I could. Bloody oath, I could. I've uh, I've never used an e-foil surfboard before, <laughs> but I bet you I could try and learn. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, anyway, so good times. Bloody great. Dan, you know what? <clears throat> oh, shit, you know what we haven't done? Oh, what's that? My name's Pete. My name's Dan Internet. <laughs> and believe it or not, uh, for the next hour, we're going to bang on about games because we bloody love gaming, Dan. We do. Right. There's something else we bloody love as well, Pete. Um, and I had it written down here. Because I knew this was going to happen. Oh, Hang on. I'm going on leave tomorrow, so my brain's elsewhere. It, yeah, it, it, yeah, we bloody yeah. love gaming. No, I get it. And we bloody love something else. Uh, Far out. You know what else we bloody love? Wonderlust. Boys yeah, Toys. good. Boys Toys. Lenovo Legion. Pentanet. Is it Boys Toys anymore? Or is it more um, gender neutral? Oh, it's 2021. So it's People's Toys. People's Toys, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's uh, exactly right. There it is. Uh, Gaming! Ah, bloody gaming! That's yep. right! <clears throat> Shit! Well done, you. Uh, thanks, mate. Well no, done, no, you. no, I had a feeling, so I just thought I'd <laughs> write it down. Um, so there you go. Hey, we Remember got some... that for next week, all right? I will. Write that down again? I will. All right. Well, we've yeah. got some really interesting stories up at GameOnOz.com at the moment. That's Game on AUS, Dan. Uh, and .com. This one in particular, and I want people to go and read this. because Is this, I, is this the Great Zulu? This is the Great Zulu. The Great Zulu. Royce Wilson. Lust from Beyond, Sex, Horror, and a Developer Interview because we're not sure we can review the game due to Australia's censorship laws. We've spoken about Australia's censorship we laws have. around video games we before. Have. I just want to read just a little excerpt <laughs> on this. As yeah. a fan of Lovecraftian horror, Ooh. 
what a what a word, Lovecraftian. Lovecraftian, yeah, it's good. I'm word. always on the lookout for interesting games and books set in the genre. Sometimes, as with the game that sparked this story, I find something particularly interesting that does something new and innovative in the genre. The cosmic horror themes Lovecraft wrote about are a rich vein for games developers to tap into, but it's rarely been done well. I've said before, excuse me, that I believe the best HP Lovecraft game to date is probably The Sinking City. And even that isn't without its flaws. The latest game to draw inspiration from Lovecraft's work is the game Lust from Beyond. It's the second full game in this particular cycle. I can't say that word. Lustgar. Lustgar. How would you say that? L-U-S-S-T apostrophe G-H-A-A. Yeah, Lustgar. Lustgar. The G-H. Anyway, maybe um, it's all about the lustful god, and there's some other bits and pieces in it as well. But the interesting thing is um, <clears throat> that uh, described as a psychological horror with occult and erotic themes. Ooh. God, what a game! Cheapest. There is some confusion over whether we can legally review the game, given it would almost certainly be refused classification due to its content, which includes explicit sex sexual assault perpetrated oh. against the main character and corpses which appear to have met a depraved end. What we can do, however, is interview the developers of the game and get their insights into making a unique game in a little explored genre, which is the focus of this article. Now, it's a great article and one that you can go along and read at GameOnOz.com. Um, <clears throat> but uh, just around those sort of laws, again, this, this conversation around Australian classification of what is allowed in this country. Mm. Now, the last time we were speaking about this, in fact, it, it, was, pro- it was just the last podcast a couple of yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was about a game, Refused Classification, forgive me if I don't remember the name, um, people who are watching in Twitch and who are, as we speak, entering our DMs because they've just heard us on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Great, thank you. Yes. Um, will tell us the name and we appreciate that. So thank you very much. But uh, that was around the fact that in that particular game... That you were taking speed as health. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, the speed boosted or enhanced yeah. your abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ergo, it was uh, seen as a positive thing perpetrated by the yes. game's story, yes. right? Which is why the Australian Classification Board has gone, oh, yeah. no thank you. Yeah. Uh, this one here, with all the explicit sort of sex, the sexual assault uh, perpetrated against the main character. Now, I don't know the context with which this stuff is executed in the game, but I can't imagine uh, it's in a great light. Um, so, again, that sort of idea of somebody's making the rules for us, mm. I'm not entirely comfortable with, but I, I haven't moved from my position of I'm thinking about people that are younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. how they do manage to get a hold of this stuff. And the other thing is we're in a really precarious position here in Australia at the moment, given the general... I mean, look, across the country, just your general sort of social um, conversation that's going on around domestic violence and so on and so Mm, forth, but mm. particularly at a political level Mm. with everything that's happened in um, Parliament House. Yeah, yeah. Around Brittany Higgins and so on and so forth. You can Google all that stuff if you want to check it out. Um, But um, yeah, i I still sitting on the fence on this one. I mean, we've talked about this years ago, I reckon it was. why hasn't there been a crossover between, I don't want to say porn, but, you know, intimate acts into gaming? Mm, well, there has been. Like, there's but many... Not, but not explicit. Not not like, you know... The, um, well, look at Leisure Suit Larry. Well, yeah, but... The, it's pixelated, really, isn't it? Well, it's, and it's not really explicit. You know, like, I'm talking about... 
you know, proper scenes. Uh, yeah, but when does it? Okay, what? When does it go from? Um, it's a cinematic that enhances the product or game. Yeah. To this is an excuse to show people. Well, that's porn. exactly. Well, that's exactly right, and that's the that's the uh, million dollar question, isn't it? Mm. Um, I, 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 you know, and I, I don't know whether they're actually trying to, but there's clearly an appetite for porn. In the world, of course there is. There always will be. Always will be. I, mean, I, I don't know if you've ever. Been. I don't know if you ever seen those. Um, occasionally they make themselves known on historic pages, like on Facebook and stuff like that. It's just interesting stuff. Um, that you know, well, you read it for the articles, of course. I do. <laughs> and so did those blokes in the you know the thirteen hundreds. Yeah, but like, there's right. there's like you know there's there's old texts with drawings of like the nudity and stuff like that. Um, that was the only way at the time that they could capture yeah. sexual activity, but it's virtually a, a porn mag. Like it's virtually the picture magazine or Playboy or something like that. I've never read them, but I've heard of people have told me about them. Um, but yeah, do, do you know, can I just tell you a really quick story? Cause yeah, this happened to me. You know how I'm such an old man, right? And I'm, I'm not, without doubt the oldest person involved in game on. Well, how's your knee? Oh, yeah, that's pretty old. Um, it was year 12, mm. 1990. And a game came out that was textually based. It was an adventure game yeah. where it had a porn element to it. Like it actually went through a full-on scene of what happened, but all text. So you had to use your imagination. And someone showed me, and I'm reading it, being 16 years of age, something moved. Oh, God. And all of my mates were watching it and watch, and they went, Ah, you got a boner! Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm sorry. Right? So it does, it, you know, it is. it, it, it can work. Um, my point being from the the initial part of this story is that um, I think classifications and it's probably a good thing is stopping that person from making that game that transcends and transfers from being a game into being, yeah, an mm. explicit porn. Mm -hmm. thing, you know? Well, I mean, listen to this um, and forgive me if I get this wrong. Uh, I mean, this with respect in this article that Zulu who's written he goes into that very subject. He says, one of the development team's visions was making porn without porn. Right. Mr. Kiaston, sorry if I've gotten that wrong, said, explaining the way, explaining they wanted to play with player expectations and make something that wasn't merely pandering to the lowest common denominator. Pornography is perceived as something cheap, he says, an easy way to get attention. You show the audience exactly what it craves. That's just how we're made as humans, he said. Let's say that there isn't too much ambitious porn out there. Making lust from beyond, we didn't want to just make porn. We wanted to play with the expectations of our players. At first, you partake in a relatively classic sex scene, but mm. progressively we add new elements, including an experience with alien creatures. We move the psychological line from excitement to revulsion and fear. Oh, God. This sounds... See, now, I, I read this, and I read... Uh, I read the point of view and where they're coming from, right? And I go, okay, so these guys are like, they're genuine artists. They've got a plan. Mm. Um, it's not the lowest common denominator by the way this reads and by the things that they say. And when I do read this, I feel disappointed that there is a fair old chance we may not be able to play this game in this country. Yep. Because yes, it is different. And yes, it is left of center. And yes, it is breaking barriers. But it's doing them in such a way that 
I would find this fascinating, like a fascinating game to play, to explore that psychological element, to understand how they move the line from excitement to revulsion and fear. Yeah. Well, it's a, you know, um, there's a curiosity to it, isn't there? You know, Absolutely. There's it. always a curiosity to it. That piqued my interest. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not into these kind of games at all. But I'm certainly thinking, well, you know, I wonder what that looks like, you know. Same, similar to music, you know. Like, I've got friends of mine that are right into that really hardcore death metal. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard it. I don't like it, but at least I've heard it yep. to make a judgment. Yeah, yeah, of course. This yeah. is the problem we've got here. Is that well, yeah, you don't get a chance to make a judgment. Hardcore gamers, on... people that watch this show, listen to this show, listen to us, us, anyone who's, you know, above um, above level gamer. Yep. We'll, we'll want to make their own judgment on that. And, and gamers, I think, particularly hate being told what to do as part of our little um, makeup, you know? Yep. Hate being told you can't do that. And, and in actual fact, the more fuss that's kicked up about it, the more we, we want to have a look at it. Well, know? of course, because it, it's, yeah, it's that classic, it's you know, that classic element. Yep, yep. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Well, um, the story is there. If you want to go and check it out, gameonos.com, it is a... Another fan. Zulu's an mm. awesome writer, and this that's just another classic example of that. Yep, 100%. Right on, son. Well, well done, done, son. Son, <laughs> that is amazing Actually, news. Funny that you know. Uh, um, speaking of which, someone on my uh, my Gmail is my name, right? And someone now I thought I was the only Dan Van Meer in the world. Mm. Turns out I'm not. Someone in Holland, in the motherland, is sending me sending me emails, thinking it's their son Dan. Yeah. When it's me. Yeah. Hi, son. Everything's son. Son. Check out this article. <laughs> hey, son. I haven't had the balls yet to tell you. Uh, I'm not. Unless. Mate, this might, maybe be one of those, this might be one of those wonderful stories. Maybe. Where, like, um, you know, for years, like, this guy, like, this guy's discovered you and his son went missing, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And his son is still missing and it's not you. Maybe, no. But you have kept this guy going. Maybe it's the through Dutch. Through this, this conversation. Maybe it's the Dutch royal family and, and it's King Holland. King Holland. Whatever his name is, I don't Mate, know. You should is. know. It's your No, I don't, I don't. What's, who's the king of Italy? Um, There's not one. Uh, Pasta lasagna chair. <laughs> Hang on. King of Holland. Oh, yeah. Willem. Oh, Willem. Willem Alexander. Yeah. Klaus George Ferdinand. <laughs> Ferdinand. Ferdinand. France. France Ferdinand. France Ferdinand. Take me out. I say you don't. Is that them? That yeah. You there is. There is no. No. There is no king of Italy anymore. The last king of Italy was um, the Godfather. What was it? It was 1947. <laughs> they had their last one. Oh yeah, Victor okay, yeah. Emmanuel the Third. God, that doesn't sound like a king of Italy, does it? <laughs> no. Victor. Oh, how about the um? Anyone following us on uh, socials, you would have seen that me and Pete went to a uh, cafe. We about, did. We went to a ago. cafe. If you know, you know. Mm. There was a bloody dish called the Mario Brothers. The Mario I mean, Brothers, yeah. That, if that's not talking to gamers, I don't know what is. hundred percent. We didn't order it. No. Look good though. Mushrooms. It looks so mushrooms good. good yeah, mushrooms are so good. Well, they're the great all rounder, Dan. I don't know if you remember those. Ads. <laughs> Hi to our friends at the mushroom uh, Hello. board, but yeah. Um, okay. Shall mm. we move on? We shall. Should we move on to something else? Um, yep. I am interested to get your take on this because I believe we've sort of been down this route before. This is from The Verge. The team behind Age of Empires 4 wants you to learn history while oh. playing the game. Narrated documentaries, You've period, appropriate language, and more. Age of Empires games have always taken place against the historical backdrop, but Microsoft and Relic Entertainment want to take things even further 
With Age of Empires 4, the game will feature narrated documentaries throughout the campaigns, time period accurate language and music, as well as art and game design that looks to take inspiration from both world history and the history of the Age of Empires franchise. On released, Age 4, which a lot of people are looking forward to, by the way, mm. will focus on the Middle Ages, having players start with small agrarian villages and build up to castles and kings. While players can experience hundreds of years of history in a single match, the game will also feature campaigns that let players go through real-life stories that span generations. So far, the only one announced has been the Norman Conquest, starting with the Battle of Hastings. You remember that? Yeah. You were there, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I started it. You old fart. <laughs> I said they did. <laughs> uh, the campaigns in Age of Empires have always added some historical context to the battles and missions you'll be doing. But in four, each will be accompanied by documentary footage shot on location. Wow. The team behind the game says this is in celebration of history, but also works to give players context around what they're doing. It's easy to see how this could add to gameplay. Skirmishes are fun, but knowing why you want to win a battle can really add to the drama of it all. One, that last line, that is my argument, Peter. Mm -hmm. I know we've debated this. Uh, I believe it was Battlefield Five that started this. I, I, think, I it was, think it was, yeah, because I love the way that, that game representation represented events in World War One. And that, I think I might have said at the time, I don't give a fuck about history. I just want to, I just want to shoot people. <laughs> oh, actually, that's a quote. We put out a press release with that, exactly that quote. From yes, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pete Corelli. Pete Corelli, yeah. Go on. Um, I, and I, you know what? Back on the fact that I'm a very old man. There was a time in my life, Pete, too, where I agreed. I didn't give a fuck about history. I don't give two shits about history. But I think as you get older, you start to want to know about why we are here and what happened and who did what. Um, as a gamer, uh, I still love to game. I still love to shoot people in a game. That's that's my quote. But um, at the same time, to understand why this battle happened, or like you know, and looking at the start of World War One is with Franz Ferdinand. That's how it started. Yeah. Um, wasn't it the Russian king who got assassinated or something? And that's what I think his name was Franz Ferdinand or something. Mm, or he's the, he's the assassinator. No so anyway, um, the point being is that uh, gaming has this real ability that we've talked about too that immerse you in a story like no, nothing else can. A book can't do it, a bloody movie can't do it, mm. but gaming can. Mm -hmm. So why not use that to educate? And educate's a bad word because it's a boring word. People think of educate and you think, oh, God. But if you can make it um, immerse in the game and learn about what why we did shit back then, bloody great. That, it, that emotive understanding. Emotive understanding, yeah. Why are you fighting? And you know what? It makes so much sense. Um, and don't get me wrong, I have been of the opinion when I was younger. I was a young man. I was immature. I just wanted to shoot people and blow things up. <laughs> yeah. But I am of the opinion as I get older and as I... I like I'm having this um, profound understanding as I get older and I have kids of my own that uh, we're, we're not doing as well as we once did in terms of handing down stories of our history to the next no, generation. That, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And in a time where gamifying things is seen as such a genuine positive thing to do now, yep. gamifying history... Yeah. is a great way to hand those stories down, particularly when the audience for gaming is so big. Um, a lot of people will be excited for this game, but for them to be able to give it historical context and documentary scenes and location-based shots and footage, 
um, and tell these stories, tell the history, what a wonderfully passive opportunity to continue to relate those stories down each generation. Well, and um, it's also evolved with the fact that gaming is no longer just a boy's domain. It was 30 years ago, really, mm. you know, if we're being honest about it. But we, Are you being honest about yeah, it? Yeah, but we're getting to this point now where boys and girls from, you know, this big to whatever big, yep. play games. Um, we went to uh, Augusta, which is a, a southwest town here in WA where we record this podcast for New Year's Eve, and we went to the Cape Levique Lighthouse. I think it's Cape Levique. Mm. Cape, might be Cape Naturalist. Anyway, one of the capes. And um, in one of the little lighthouse, in one of the rooms, they had a, a, a virtual display, and they had a game where you you communicated using Morse code. Oh, yeah. But actually, the game, you had to... So, so they had the guide there, you had to type in a message and then it showed the message and my kids all had a go and yeah okay they had a bit of fun but they also learned a bit about Morse code I reckon yep. that's bloody great that is bloody great you know? that is fantastic two taps for yes <laughs> is that legit I don't know Hang on. I didn't learn much and that part hasn't changed like they might teach me in, in you know gaming might teach me the history but I don't I, it doesn't just sink in for me okay hang on wait a minute I'm gonna no don't look don't oh, okay. look don't look oh mate don't you're uh, testing me okay hang on um. Beep. Oh wait, wait, wait. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> That's yes. Okay. Right. Beep, 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 <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Bip, bip, bip. Now, I'm not going to tell you what that one is, but I would be so interested to see. Here's the challenge right now. Yeah. If you're watching this on Twitch or you're listening to this on the podcast, yeah. you're welcome to either... Um, have a guess. Have a guess. Pop it in the chat on yeah. Twitch, or uh, if you're uh, listening to this on the podcast, send it through to our DMs. In fact, if you're watching it on Twitch, send it through to our DMs as well. And I am just very, very interested to see um, if our social media manager gets bombarded with this particular <laughs> word. Yeah. Um, and she'll appreciate it. Well, I've got no idea what you just said. Yeah. Absolutely no idea. If, if it was a war, we'd be stuck. <laughs> it really would. It, yeah, we really would. I'd go, um, I, I'd, my reply would be, ham sandwich? What? What? <laughs> what do you mean ham sandwich? <laughs> yes, I feel like oh, ham sandwich. God. Very good. Gold. Anyway, gold. so yeah, I, I reckon that's good. Um that that's automatically got me more interested in the game, Pete. Mm. Automatically, don't know about you. Oh, look, it, it certainly has me. I, I mean, I'm a fan. Has, so I'm a fan anyway. We so talked about this play. a couple of years ago, right? So you, you're saying your stance has altered slightly? Yes, in his in terms of like historical you shit context. Shit can Battlefield Five. Yes, me. I did shit can Battlefield Five, but, but I you're also, a young man of thirty three. But I also gave Fallout seventy six a ten. So <laughs> I am not. I'm not the one, and that was upon launch. I mean, a bit different these days. But I'm not the sort of person to yeah. be, you know. I'm a social commentator. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. not a journalist no, no, reviewer no, 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 like, no. like Zulu and Historian and Nico and the rest of them. Ten? What the fuck? Oh, my God. I know the haters find you, don't they? The haters hate you. In, uh... That's why we're not on Metacritic, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That'd be the reason why. Because yeah. they're like, these motherfuckers gave it a 10. No. <laughs> absolutely not. Bye, Joe! That was Fallout 4.
Yeah, that, I bought the game based on Barjo's, as we yeah, I know. famously I, talked Mate, about. it's been a while since you've relayed that. You bought the game based on Barjo's recommendation. I had some money. I, this is when he was still in a good game. Mm. He gave it a glowing review. Went and bought it. I played it for about half an hour and went, oh, my God, this is the biggest pile of shit I've ever played in my life. But I'm not into that kind of game. I just found it a big time-wasting kind of game. Mm. I'm sure other people loved it. Yeah, I'm And that's sure the beauty of bloody gaming, Pete, is that, you know, um, one man's trash is another ma- person's... One person's trash is another person's treasure. That's indeed very much the case. Except when it comes to Superman 64. That's just trash. <laughs> Can I... Um, oh, you know what we haven't done in a little while? What are you playing? What am I playing? Um, and I think it's apt for me to actually um, right. bring this up. But I'm, while you're thinking about what you're playing, okay. I'm just going to type in Superman 64 eBay buy because I'm very don't tell curious. Me. No, no, I'm very curious. I'm very curious. To see so, for anyone who wasn't born before 1995, which is probably most of you, Superman 64 is probably up there with the worst game of all time ever released. It was on the Nintendo 64. It was the first from memory of a superhero game mass released in the public. So there was a lot of hype around it and then it came out and it was literally a floating turd. If, <laughs> if a turd could fly with a cape... Is it a bird? Is it an aeroplane? No, it's a turd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if a turd could fly with a cape and undies on the outside, this was it. Um, so there's a rare Superman N64 complete in box with poster and booklet in great condition. $350. <gasps> where are they? I want to know where they are. You would have got $3.50. You would have bought it for $3.50 in 1997 or wherever it came so out. So they are in um, South Australia. Yeah. Now, <laughs> it's a new release there. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, of course. No, you're not. Good one. No. Um, now, I love South Australia. I love Adelaide. I wonder if Skittles is watching. I think mum's watching. Yeah, of course she is. Yeah? Because I, like, I could use the Goa card and buy it. <laughs> well, it'd be a bloody great price. <laughs> Maybe I will. I'll see, how, I'll see, yeah. I'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, that was that. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Um, what are you playing? All right. Well... It will surprise you to hear that I'm still playing Fortnite with my squad. No, it won't. It doesn't surprise me in the least. But of course I, you are. that game shits me. I don't know why I play it. I've I've had a theory about that game and why I like it so much. And I know when I say I play Fortnite, automatically 99% of the audience go, well, you've got no credibility whatsoever as a gamer. You're a dickhead. But <laughs> I think it... I, I really believe, and I want to delve this... In a future episode, I want to delve into this a bit okay, more. Okay, yep. One of the... One of the Games in my life that really captured my imagination was a game called Dragon's Lair. Do you remember that game? I do remember Dragon's Lair. Now, what for anyone watching and listening, Dragon's Lair was released in like mid-80s, early 80s, and it was a cartoon that I thought was playable. It's yep. not playable. Yeah, you, yep. you, you you, you'd give it a sequence, and then the cartoon, based on your sequence, would play out the way. But I just remember looking at the graphics going, oh my God, I'm controlling a cartoon. This is phenomenal, right? 1983. It was the yeah. It was the by game. Cinematronics. Yeah, it was the game that I could never play. I didn't have the money. I, no, keep going. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. So, keep going. but it fascinated me, and I never ever really got to play it. I think Fortnite, because it's so cartoony, is um, uh, talking to that ten-year-old me. Yep, yep. Now this is mate. It was it was through the. What's really interesting is what was that. The guy's name? Um, Dirk. 
Don Bluth. No, no, Rick yeah, Don Dyer. Bluth. Yeah, no, no the, the character's name was Dirk someone. Why do I know the name Don Bluth? Oh, no, hang on a sec. The Bluths are um, uh, in that Arrested TV Development. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bloody Bluth wonderful. Um, I blew on. myself! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a show. Uh, Dirk the Daring. That's it, Dirk the Daring. Now, now, look, this is really interesting. And the reason why is because it was only last week that I found myself going down a bit of a YouTube hole and ended up coming across the Panasonic um, CDI. Oh. Yeah, so, right. uh, sorry, Philips. Philips yeah. CDI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Philips is not really a name you see anymore, no, is it? No. I don't know if it's been bought or something like that. Yeah. But Philips' tech company, they released a laser disc based yes uh, I remember console yeah back like in 80s 90s right yeah yeah, yeah 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 um and the wand of gamelon appeared in my facebook marketplace which is a legend of zelda game right. so yeah so link, it's a nintendo game yeah well, well no well okay so it was it, it was just have a listen to this right yeah, yeah. link the faces of evil zelda the wand of gamelon and Zelda's Adventure, produced by Philips for their CDI format as part of Nintendo's Legend of Zelda video game series, not designed for, for Nintendo platforms. The games owe their existence to negotiations related to Nintendo's decision not to have Philips create a CD add-on to the Super NES. Mm. During these negotiations, Philips secured the rights to use Nintendo characters in CDI third-party developer games. Okay. Um... Now, these, it's very interesting and timely that you've brought up Dragon's Lair and the whole cartoony thing because same thing as these. Yeah. Cartoons. Yeah. And you're playing them on... It was amazing. It's like the future is here, yeah. but it was and, so and, far off. And it mixed... Where I got tricked is it mixed cartoony cutscenes with a really simple platform. You know, I remember a scene where you had to um, cross the moat, I think it was, and it was literally, you know, up, left, right, left, whatever. And and you did it, and then it cut to a scene of him doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, you know. So I wonder whether that is influencing, not my love of Fortnite, but my fascination with that game, because that game is just a cartoony, you know, um, PUBG wannabe, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm playing that. My we'll delve we'll delve into that in a future episode. That'd be a great big question too. What's the game that got you into gaming? Mm. Um, but my son and I have been playing Vivi Pinata. Uh, of course. Do you remember that game? I do remember. It's that on game. the Rare Replay series. Yep. It is a shit game. It's terrible. <laughs> now, my brother and I and a friend of mine had this um, running joke where we gave it to each other for our birthdays. Yeah. So he gave it to me, then to give his birthday, I'd wrap it up, give it back to him. I never actually played it, but my son wanted to play it, so we played it. Yeah. Great kids game, but even my son went. You know, my son's eight. Went, Dad, this is pretty boring. I was like, Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, man. Ninety six percent. Like the video game on Google. Well, right? so it's a rare game. Like you know, when I say rare, seventy-eight percent on Metacritic. Yeah, the rare the company made the game, and they were such a they were you know one of the the great gaming companies of our lives. Um, now that's twenty critic reviews and a seven point eight user score off thirty ratings for the public. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's great, man. That's great. Yeah, but it's it's, just, al it's almost a fucking oh, distinction. I, I sort of feel like it, it's the um, Animal Crossing of. 1998. Right, okay. If yeah. that makes sense. It makes just, sense. But it feels to me like a bit of a time waster. I think mm -hmm. I don't like games that are time wasters. That's what's becoming apparent. So, oh, hang on a sec. Wait. You play Fortnite? <laughs> yeah, Shut the right. fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I know. What are you playing? 
Uh, I'm playing... Now, this is a big call. This is a fucking monster call, right? But I'm putting it out there as my game of the year (gasps) contender. What? Right? Now, I'll... I'll, No, no, I know, but I'll explain my reasons why. Okay. I'm playing Outriders at the moment. I have seen this. It looks unreal. Now, look. Um... Story is a good story. Is it anything relatively mind blowing? No. Um, it's a game where it does sort of get its inspiration from many other games that are out there at the moment. Yep. It's set in a sci fi universe. Um, the mechanics are great. Uh, are they anything relatively groundbreaking? No, they're not. Um, you know, is it really unique? I mean, no, we've seen it before. Mm. But I am enjoying it so much. Yeah, right. And it's come into being so underhyped. Yes. But it's delivered so bloody well. Yes. That I am putting it out there as my game of the year contender. Wowzers. And the reason being is because it's underhyped. Because it's delivering. It's a AAA title. And I am not seeing anywhere anybody that I know, at least, um, and, and not just that I know, but in general, that is unhappy with the game. Is it three player co op? It is. Isn't yes, it? it is. It's co op. It's got, mate. It's got everything. I like. I really, honestly, it's a you know, it's it's a it's a it's a looter shooter. I'm enjoying this, this. This is the thing. It's not groundbreaking at all. No. But I'm just enjoying it, and I think in a in a space at the moment where we've been promised so much yep. through so much hype yep. that have fallen so short, short yeah. and, and under-delivered, and in a space where we're not being inundated with AAA mm. titles, mm. this one is a serious contender, I wow, think, because I think it ticks all the right boxes and it does it well. And it does it without the hype. And it's on Game Pass if you're on Xbox. Well, that's why I'm playing. It's on Game Pass. It's on the Xbox. We're in a shirt today. Yeah. Um, it's on the Xbox, and that's why I'm playing it. And that's the only reason why I would have picked it up. Yeah. Because it was on Game Pass, and I saw it. Somebody tweeted about it and went, oh, this is on Game Pass, by the way. I was like, okay, well, I'll pick it I'll up. Download. I'll play it. I've downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. Man, yeah. and it's great. Like I am like I said, it's not groundbreaking. Are you There's playing- nothing in it that's relatively unique, but it's just done well. They just do it. <laughs> you do it. Do it. You do, do it. what you said you were going to do. You just delivered a game, and it's do a good it. game. Bloody yes. Are you playing it solo or with people? I'm playing it solo, I, like at the moment. Um, maybe that could be our game. We've never actually game together. Maybe, well, maybe. we haven't, and I can sure as shit tell you it ain't going to be Fortnite. No, 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 no. And Seventy-five percent on Metacritic, eighty-six <laughs> percent like this on Google. Actually, you know. we need to do that, don't we? We need to find some time because you and I have never actually game together based on the historical thing that you had a PlayStation on an Xbox. I know now it's all cross-platform. But you've never seen me in action. I'm a, I am... I reckon I'll frustrate you. What do you mean? I reckon you'll play with me and go, fucking, that guy is... Yeah, but you're a run and gun. You, yeah, you I'm, dive I'm, I'm, a, I'm Leroy. You're a Leroy Jenkins. I'm Leroy Jenkins. Whereas I play very... <laughs> Maybe we'll uh, work well together, actually. What's the word for it? I play very... You're the uh, team medic. Conservative. <laughs> I play very conservative. Oh, no, yeah. Like, I like to pick my shots. I like to pick them off from a distance and then get in there and use my abilities and stuff. I always say this, you know, if, God forbid, 
we were in a situation where we went to war. Mm. I'd be coming back in a body bag. You'd be coming back with medals. Yeah, I'd, I'd, be, <laughs> I'd be carrying you. Yeah. I would be. Yes. I'd just be like, <laughs> so, we knew it was going to happen, didn't we? You tell me it's a one in a hundred shot of me surviving. I'm going for it. <laughs> That's not a one in a hundred and one, is it? <laughs> Mem's good odds. Uh, uh, so there you go. I'm playing Outriders and I'm tipping it. Oh, early I'm going to give that a go. Game of the That's year. my next game. Thank you, Pete. Um, but like I said, there'd be a lot of people who are going, fucking game of the year, what? But, you know, understand my context. And not not overhyped. Yeah. Um, come in without a lot of fanfare, being picked up like by the broad market and the broad market enjoying it, have positive things who, to say. And the game plays very well. Who made it? Um, and I, that's a question without notice. But That is a question without notice. And I'm going to Cause tell I, you who you know, um, Again, for a future episode, and we've talked about this a million times, but again, you know, is it's almost worthy of these gaming companies not to hype something up. Yeah. Um, so uh, <clears throat> People Can Fly developed it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know much about that. No, I've never heard of them. Uh, But but Square Enix, okay, Europe published it. But maybe that's why it wasn't hyped because they weren't a big, you know, they weren't a. a, Oh um, yeah, but Square Enix is the publisher. Like they're, you know, like we're we're talking about a fucking top tier publisher. Yeah, we are. Actually, we are. Yeah, you know. um, Maybe maybe they did it purposely. I've seen it on a couple of um, YouTube videos, like the ads that come up. Yeah, but that's about it. Well, okay, so I have never looked into People Can Fly before, mm. but I'm just having a look now, and all of a sudden, the direction with which the gameplay itself has been taken mm. makes a bit of sense, because it does play very similar to a Gears of War. Oh. And uh, so Epic Games acquired a majority share in People Can Fly in August 2007 and collaborated with the studio on projects such as Bulletstorm and Gears of War Judgment. Yep. Gotcha. So there you go. That's one thing. If you've played a Gears of War before, you will get a feeling of Gears of War, and that's that's why I say it's it's nothing unique. No, it's nothing we haven't seen before. No, but I think what it does, it does very well. Yeah, great. So there you. I'm go. in. I'm all in. Um, Dan. Yes, Peter. So uh, here we go. Um, oh, we got. This, a, is this our time? Is it? This is our time. Uh, we got a wonderful group of people called the Goa Legends Club. And they are our paid members, our paid mm. subscribers. They mm. pay $11 a month, a dollar of that going to our charity partners, by mm-hmm. the way. And they get a whole heap of benefits through Pentanet, through yep. the Novo Legion, our various partners that are there. Uh, more to come, by the way, mm. so stay tuned. They're also part of our mentor program with our yep. wider team. Um, they're also invited to you know secret events that we put on, and they also get their own secret channel on the Discord too. So a lot of really cool perks if you are a Goa Legends Club member. Um but we also read their very specific questions in and the episode. Them yep. In our Goal Weekly show. Yep. So we've got a couple here. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one's from Mercury, who, by the way, is uh, my mentee at the moment. Oh, for very good. Yep. Uh, he says, What was the moment when you realized that Goa was taking off? Have you got one? Yeah, I have. Um, our first community catch up. I it, it just put it very real to me that there's people out there who are genuinely interested in what we were talking about mm. because it's very easy to sit, turn a mic on especially you and I have worked in radio for a long time um, and just talk shit and think people are getting into it but then to actually have people turn up meet people physically we went and watched um, Avengers was it Endgame? Uh, no it wasn't that. Endgame it was it was yeah it was the first Avengers um, fuck it was the first one out of the two that finished yeah, phase one with yeah. Thanos, yeah, and I got, I literally got back from America that day, so I, I was on like no sleep for forty hours or forty two hours, 
and we had an absolute blast of a night. Met some really great people who are still friends of mine to this day. Um, that's when I sort of thought, Jeepers, this is we're actually starting to Infinity War, mate. There you go, thank you. And it was only 2018 yeah. when that happened. So. so we'd be going then for maybe a year and a half. Mm. Um, that's when I thought, wowzers, this is pretty cool. Yep. What about you? A uh, couple of things. Um, I mean, that's certainly one of them. Uh, I was at PAX, and I believe it was 2018. I was over there doing some stuff with PLE Computers or hosting their booth at PAX. And um, I was just walking around in the crowd, and two blokes came up to me and went, Pete! <laughs> I'd never met them before. And I was like, hi, how are you going? It was really nice to meet you. And they introduced themselves, and we, they were like, we are huge fans of the podcast. Oh, fantastic, yeah. um, We love what you guys are doing. We love the community and stuff. Yeah. Wow, wow, you know, so yeah. cool. Um, other That's pretty mo- cool. That, very cool. Other moments, you know, when um, 2K got in touch with us, to say, hey, do you want to send Nico over to LA oh, for yeah. the Borderlands 3 reveals yeah. and launch? Yeah. Um, but in particular, we held, it was it was PAX 2019, mm. and we held a, oh, was it PAX? Anyway, no, it wasn't PAX because it was in February. We held our own community event. Oh, yeah. At Palace Arcade here in yep. Perth. Yep. And um, I think we expected maybe 15 odd people yeah. to rock up and next thing we know 60 70 people like yeah. people just kept coming yeah um all you know from the goa community they're like yeah fucking so cool people have flown over for it yeah like all that sort of stuff and yeah. that was a moment where because i guess like you could literally sit there and look around you know yeah and that was a moment where i was like whoa this is happening that's so cool well and i think um you know it's probably a case of right place right time but we started this thing at a time when podcasts were just starting to become part of the, you know, conversation. Mm. And we found a thing that we love talking about and we love doing. Yeah. And clearly there's an audience out there that's like the same thing. 100%. So, and know. thank you. That's why we love the audience because, I mean, yeah, okay, we talk about it every week, but we're fueled by all these fantastic people that are part of our community. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Mm. Um, so Blue Streak's got a couple here. And by the way, Blue Streak, I love the new display pick, mate. Like he's going through our mentor program at the moment. Yep. He's even written some stuff for GameOnOz.com. Yes. Like, you are just doing wonders, buddy. Kicking, kicking keep, goals. Keep kicking goals, brother. Um, uh, this can probably be a real quick answer. What's the one game to introduce your kids to the world of gaming? You go first. Uh, I... <laughs> well, my daughter stumbled Actually. upon Smash Brothers. <laughs> so, and Actually, she... that's good. That, yeah, that's... She froths it. Yeah. So do my kids. Um, absolutely froths it. But like by virtue of what I managed to actually like it sort of covered all bases, safe, enjoyable, everybody could join in, all that sort of stuff was Mario Kart. Yes. That got us there. Yep. 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 I'd say that or um if they're a bit older, Banjo Kazooie series. Mm, yeah, well I play because... I play through the through Games Pass and um yep. they love sitting there and watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just that great perfect combination of a platformer that's also a puzzler which is also i don't know just it's unreal and it's every timeless. game's different it's timeless i'm playing it at the moment it's fucking ridiculous yeah. how well that game still stands oh, yeah. up and i don't know how much of it is like fond memories of it as a kid yeah. that are still there today no, it's or amazing. it's just still there but I, like i kind of go funnily enough it, like it can't just be fond memories because i've tried playing goldeneye and I fucking can't. I just can't. 
it's so clunky and yeah. so weird and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But Banjo Kazooie just works. Yeah. And God, the kids laugh. Like when Kazooie comes out of the backpack, you use the legs. And he's going, gawk, 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 Oh, the classics when Kazooie <coughs> poops out the, uh, the, the egg. egg, you know. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, that that never gets old. <sighs> um, Good question. Also, how do you explain gaming to your significant other? Actually, well, we'll come you know back what? to that. We'll come yeah, back to that. We'll, we'll come, come back, back to that. that. The yep. reason why is because there's one other question yep, yep, here. It's yep, from yep, Straightjacket yep. Jim. Yep. And he goes, kiss, marry, kill the Goa Stream team members. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so... <laughs> That's Straight Jacket Jim, Lukey Bangers, um, Rogue Sultana, and her husband Ben. Um, Menthonzo. Uh, have I got everyone? Um, yeah, I think I've got uh, Reflex. I think that's everyone. This Kiss, Mary, Kill. Kiss, Mary, Kill. Kiss, Mary, Kill. Well, I'd marry Rogue. Yeah, lovely. I'd kiss. Straight, mm-hmm. he's a beautiful man. That man, like I, I've met him a couple of times, and he's he rocked up to that. that um, what was that on his shirt? Giving you shit? Oh, SMB. SMB. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. <laughs> Bloody legend. That was like love at first sight for me mm. when I met Straight. And kill, I wouldn't kill any of them to be quite honest with you. I, I love everything I do, but if I had to pick someone, can I pick? Can I pick you? You can pick can I me. Kill you? I'll kill you. You can pick me. I mean, Goa would fall over, <laughs> but you can pick me, you asshole. Um, who would I kiss? Um, I would probably give a big old smooch to, I reckon, uh, Lukey Bangers. Yeah. Because um, I just want to feel the tingle of that beard. I'd, yes. I'd marry Straight Jacket Jim. Okay. Because he's just a wonderful man. Wouldn't and I, he be a, ma- a magnificent partner? He'd be just such to a... live with. God, he'd be a great husband. He's just always so... Yeah, yeah. he would be. He'd be a better Absolutely. husband than I am. Like, you would be a <laughs> wonderful husband. Um, I would kill uh, Reflex and or Menthonzo. And the reason why is because they are most likely to get themselves back out of the gulag. <laughs> They really are. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Out of all of us, out of the entire stream team and all of us, they are the ones that are most likely to get themselves out of the gulag afterwards. So, yeah, there you go. Did um, you see that meme about Prince Philip? Yes. You know, I mean, I mean gone too soon. Oh, know? God. And he's, and he's um, fly out of the gulag. Yeah. <laughs> God, mate. And the, fight, the, the lead up to his death as well, the amount of memes that I saw about him appearing in the next zombie game as a DLC... <laughs> I mean, uh, we rest in peace, rest you in legend. Rest in peace, you legend. But, you know, we can laugh about it because he wasn't. He had a yeah. great life and a, a fantastic image. 99 so. not out. Not yeah. bad. A couple yeah. of months off getting just did, a letter just from Just didn't want the uh, letter from his wife. Apparently. Yeah. All right. Hey, last oh, one hey, here. Big, 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 how do you explain gaming to your significant other? Do you explain it as a work, hobby, etc., etc.? I've got four simple words. It's what I do. It's what I do. My wife has actively said she hates gaming. Mm. She can't believe that... I always say to her, if you could speak to your 15-year-old self and show her a picture of me playing games, would you have been interested? She goes, not a chance in hell. 
Wow. I would have. She would have slapped her. You know, this fifteen-year-old self would have slapped her and said, uh-huh. "Snap out of it." Yeah. But gamers have this thing about them. You know, we're we're very good at lots of things. Yes. And um. Much like she hid her smoking from me when we first went out, I hid my gaming from her. Well, there Not you go. I, I didn't hide it. I Everyone's just, got a vice. Yeah. Gaming is what I do. I'll never stop gaming to the day I die. When I'm on that, you know, life support machine, comatose at 99 years of age with yeah. Prince Philip next to me, I'll still be gaming. It's funny because um, when I was a kid, my father used to call it my life support machine. <laughs> I'm not even joking, man. Like, he'd go, you're on your life support again, are you? Yes, I am. I'm like, well, if you want me to live, Dad, yeah. <laughs> I got Whizpig to take down my phone. Yeah, yeah, well, and, and he copped it, didn't and he? he copped it. He copped um, it sweet. So that's what I do. Uh, we have this, we're now in this situation, and, you know, if, I don't know if it's sad or not, but she, every night, pretty much, will watch a shit TV show that I'm not interested in, and I'll bloody game that she's not interested in, and we have a happy marriage as a result. I like it. What about you? Um, I have... Now, you, now, Liz is a bit more into it, isn't she? She has... You have had times in your life where you guys have gamed together. Mate, I will tell you this story, right? And um, I'll keep it clean. Mm. But... <clears throat> this we, was the marry me moment, This was... Well, there were two marry me moments. One was she made me a lasagna, oh, yeah. which for a wog is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did a good job of it, too. Okay, great. Um, but it was Canberra. 2011 and she'd just moved over yeah. and she was looking for a job at the time but you know hadn't nailed one down yeah um looking for something in marketing and shopping centers eventually found one you know rest is history i've come home and she is sitting down in front of the tv in her underwear mm. playing call of duty modern warfare 2 oh. and i thought to myself i've hit the jackpot yeah Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. And my <laughs> wife is a beautiful woman, very attractive. Um, it was at that point where I was like, I'm prepared to get down on my knees right now <laughs> and ask you to marry me. <laughs> and I didn't because, you know, you save the romance. But, mm. God, that was a moment. Um, but look, to my wife's credit, um, very early on in the piece, I gave her a good understanding that I love video games. I mm. play video games and they are a thing for my life. Yep, yep. And... She. It took her a while to get her head around the fact that video games to me weren't just a pastime, no. but were a lifestyle. Yep. Yep. Um. You know, much like somebody plays footy or like yep. they whatever they like yep. to study or yep. all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um. And then when I started making a career out of them, like she was especially you know receptive to that. Yes. And. Bless her. She actually goes into bat for me when other people are like, well, you don't work. Like like that sort of shit. She's like, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> and when she oh, says that, you, I, I'm immediately taken back to that moment where she's in front of modern yeah, warfare. Too, yeah, so. yeah. And, and so, yeah. But look, you know, it wasn't, it, like it wasn't easy. Like she's not, she's not in, in, you know, she hasn't grown up with games like we have and love yeah. them like we have and stuff. So it took a bit of an understanding. Yep. But I, I think... Like it's, it's, it's that, isn't it? Like it's a, it's a, I think it takes a few times, but you know, that one time in particular to sit them down and go, I just need you to understand that this is a genuine part of who I am. Mm. It's something I genuinely enjoy. I don't smoke. No. I don't drink. I don't take drugs. Um, I'm not an alcoholic. Like my vice, if you could even call it that, is to play video games. And, and um, I remember 
similarly, like Leona used to give me a lot more of a hard time about it, but these days she's pretty cool about it. She understands, I think, that it's me and you and whatever. But also, I've said that too. I've said, well, I could be, I could be out there. All the cool guys you've ever met in your life, you know, your ex-boyfriend stuff, or whatever, are probably guys that go out and get pissed with their mates, and you know, out out in the town. I'm at home, gaming mm. in the next room. You know where I am. Yep. I'm not hurting anyone. Hundred percent, mate. Yep. So yep. you know, and she went, "Oh, okay, that's actually a pretty good point." Yeah, and that's the thing. And like you know, Liz, like a lot of the the blokes that Liz went out with back in the day. Um, were a lot cooler than what I am. Yeah. A lot fitter than what I am and all that sort of stuff. It busted asses now. Yeah. And, it, like, and her biggest gripe with me is that I occasionally play too many video games. <laughs> like, that's, you know. So, that's right. yeah. I think Blue, like, I, if you, because he accompanies this with, FYI, I couldn't get away with saying I'm working when I wrote the maquette review. I was in the doghouse for a while. Now that's understandable because it's like a, like a one-off, and the first time your wife's probably ever gone, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. it's that, and now you've you've like assimilated yourself into this community as well. Yep, you know, really out there amongst the community group too. Like you, you know, you are, and you're part of the mentor program. Like you're yep. doing all of this stuff. So you know, it's probably time to have that genuine chat. Like if you want to go down that line, yep. where you're like, sweetheart, I just need you to understand that this is a part of my life. I, yeah, I, I agree. And, and you you're a good bloke. I think gamers on this level that we're all on, uh, people watching, people listening, and us, um, it is more than just a thing you do. It's, mm. It is part of your life. Yeah, it will, it will always be a part of my life. And show her this stuff. Like show her, you know, yeah. all of this gear. It's yeah. always nice to have another viewer. Um, <laughs> Subscribe. Yep. <laughs> Don't show her any of Dan's jokes. No. Not, no, no, one. not one. Not one. Not one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like just be honest, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And, 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 you know, I think you need a partner. If they're not into, I mean, you're not going to convert everyone. I'll never convert my wife, but she, we are at a point where she understands this is what I do yeah. and she understands that's what I am. Yeah, 100%. And she wouldn't change it. Oh, Danny, I think that's it, mate. That's a show. That's a show. That's a show. That is a show. Thank you very much for watching. If you're watching on Twitch, thanks, uh, or, or wherever you're watching, mm. by the way. Mm, YouTube. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, um, by the way, that is the big question, so we'd love to hear your answers as well and check them out. Uh, that'll be up on socials by the time this is out on audio. Yep. Excuse me. So if you are listening to this podcast, go to our socials because it's there right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for yeah. staying with us and being a part of our great community. Don't forget, discord.gameonoz.com is where you can come and partake. There's a lot of wonderful legends who love to game together all the time and just hang out and, and talk great shit. Um, we've got a Magic the Gathering Arena tournament coming up very mm. soon. By the way, it's free to enter. Just go to battlefire.gameonoz.com. Uh, and there's cash prizes, so three hundred dollars for first place, and you know money for second and third, and there's other prizing as mm. well, and this, that, and the other. So very, very cool. Mm. Um, don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, share all of the cool stuff. Support us; we appreciate it. If you want to go a level above and partake in all of the really awesome shit, um, the Goa Legends Club is become a legend. You go. Become a legend. Eleven dollars a month, and I'm telling you, the benefits are well worth it. That being said, thanks to Pentanet, thanks to Lenovo Legion, our wonderful partners, PLE Computers out there as well. We're going to get the hell out of here. Um, go Pentanet.gg. Come on! Go Come on. Uh, check them out. And have a great weekend in gaming. And as we always say, Dan, don't forget to save. Yeah.